track, right? We're not just, rec- okay. Yeah, yeah. We're never gonna let it down. No, I, I, I we did we did a uh, The Last of Us uh, episode review, which was stellar. Well, because we we thought we'd talk about our favorite game of the last generation, and one of them was uh, The Last of Us, and I recorded over it. I was just thinking about that too. I'm like, you guys are no, ballsy yeah. for not uploading this to the computer. Yeah. Directly. Well, no, I, I normally well, he's got do. Like Forty I have, tracks on there, so I mean, I, I normally yeah. do. I have everything on Dropbox now, but good, good. I learned my mistake. Yeah, but uh, I yeah. always just double check. I so. Dropbox everything now. Speaking of Dropbox, this yeah. is this is kind of cool because I have an iPhone. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you saw this. There was an app that snuck on the App Store this this uh, no a couple weeks ago. It was called Floppy Cloud. Okay, and uh, it was only on there for two days. It cost two bucks to get. Uh, it is it came up as a uh, as a, a Dropbox yeah. way to get Dropbox files to your iPhone and, and like file manage. Uh, the thing that was hidden in it is if you upload Super Nintendo games to your Dropbox it's an emulator. It is. It's a hidden emulator. Oh, uh, that's badass. That's yeah. Insane. So I've been playing Super Nintendo on my iPhone, Wait, which. Huh. Which is kind of cool, considering I, yeah. you know Apple normally pulls all that shit off. Yeah, like they they don't play when it comes awesome. to stuff like that. Because I would love to. I got this because everybody said like Deuce, we love you to death, but you are kind of like idiot when it comes to technology. And they're like, even my grandmother can work an iPhone, so they'll like get an yeah. iPhone. So I was like, sure, but I would love to have like an emulator and be able to play Super Nintendo games. That's the reason I'm probably going to end up buying a Wii U because I can you know play Super Nintendo games. And of course, this is the happy hour with Johnny and Deuce, and yeah. we're already starting off with a bang here because yeah. we, we were talking before this and we we're like, hey, we love. We need to hit the record. We need to hit the record button. So this is going to be a little bit more of a disjointed episode. Of course, I'm Johnny Womack. We have Kyle Deuce, and we have our special guest, our special guest in live in studio again. Another episode. He's nice enough yeah. to join us again. Jason Coons. Hey, what's up, guys? What's hey, going man. on? Dude, we, this is going to be a little more off the cuff behind here. the scenes. Well, yeah, because we're just hitting a little record, bit more let, real raw radio. If you yeah, will. we're just letting I it like go. That. Yeah, because uh, we were just talking about all kinds of stuff, and uh, we we love, and that's what we love about this show is that we, we we're open ended. We're like, we'll talk yeah. about anything. We're not we're not yeah. stuck in one genre. Sure, we love our video games, obviously, but uh, we'll talk about anything technology. You know. How long have you had your iPhone for? Oh gosh, I've been since iPhone four. I think is oh, when wow. I when I hopped on board. When I have them, it's been quite a while. Yeah, I, I've only had mine like six, well, eight months. It's funny yeah. because Deuce, before he got his phone, he he uh, he'd call phone. he'd call or text us say, "Hey, uh, what's the score for this?" He didn't have a computer, oh, wow. so yeah. like I we were like his yeah. his uh, personal assistants here. It was yeah. really really funny. Like, hey, Johnny, texting me to remind me at this time to do this. I'm yeah. like, whoa. Or like, hey, where, what's the address on this place so I can put it on my GPS because I've got like an actual GPS. Oh, like I'll the, plug into the, the Garmin Nuvies. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. It was Hot really really phone. funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was really funny. So it was like, wow. now now he's got a smartphone and yeah. like he can he, the whole world open up for him. I'm telling you what, I'm I'm fucking taking over now that I got this thing. I'm, I'm taking over I the world. Can show you the world. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Because man, now I've got Facebook. I'm on yeah. Twitter. I'm yeah. actually getting good times. Some pretty decent Twitter followers at the at all things Deuce Twitter yeah. account. Good times. So, good times. Yeah. Deuce so, on the loose. Yeah, it Deuce, Deuce is, is on, on the, the loose. Hashtag Deuce is on the loose. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> So guys, I, I what I love about the, these these type of episodes is like it's kind of more open ended. Like I said, off the cuff, uh, I have a bunch of topic talking points that we can hit or let's not hit. Yeah. This is a conversational podcast, so I want everyone to just kind of join in and whatever you want to chime in. Let's about. hit it. Yeah. So big news, uh, Amiibos. We haven't mm. really talked too much yeah. about them on our show. Uh, it is the new NFC near field communication uh, toy essentially? Because yeah. yeah. uh, Nintendo started off their company. Uh, 125 years ago, they started off as a toy maker, and they've kind of slowly evolved into what we see today. But yeah. they never really had fully licensed figures, really. Like yeah. you had yeah. to, like the World of Nintendo store would have exclusive stuff yeah. over New York. But now it's kind of like they're like, hey, let's let's capitalize on this Skylanders slash Disney Infinity craze because those oh are selling like hotcakes, right? Yeah. Like Skylanders is insane how much money it's making. All right, so check this out. I'm not even joking when I say this. I have a friend who's yeah. who's my age, so like 28 ish. Yeah, right. That legitimately owns pretty much every Skylander figure that's ever been made. Spent over a thousand dollars, built a shelf from the ground up, painted it with all the different elements, and has all the figures on the shelves. Yeah. I'm not kidding when I say this guy spent. Four figures yeah. getting all – I mean literally wow. just loves – Like acquiring all this stuff. Yeah. It's like the collectible theme. Like yeah. some people collect cards and some people collect action Comics, figures yeah. and postage right. stamps. This guy is all about Skylanders. I mean yeah. it's, it just unlocks something in their mind. So I see what Nintendo is trying to do with these Amiibos. It's smart. Yeah. It's yeah. very smart. Well, it's crazy because like like you said, there's people out there that don't even play Skylanders, but they just collect the toys. 
That's it. They don't even. They've never once put the game in. Nope. But they they love the collectible aspect, and either you have that gene or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And like for me, I had that gene, which makes my wife really sad uh, because yeah. Uh, yeah. she goes, "I go, hey, these amiibos are coming out," and she goes, "No." She looked at me. <laughs> she looked at me. She goes, "I know where this is going," yeah. and mm. and and she was right. So because yeah, I, I saw bought, your shelf when I came yeah, in. I'll you show got you my collection. All of them. Yeah, I got majority of them. I don't have yeah. them all yet. Um, but uh, I go. I'm just going to pick up Kirby because he's my main in Smash. I love Kirby, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then it was like a week later. I have like, I have like what, 12 now, 13 of them? Yeah. And that's not all of them. They're coming out in different phases and stuff. But for me, it's like that collector gene in me, but also that Nintendo fanboy in me. I love Nintendo. Like, I, I've, Deuce and I have been talking about Nintendo, you know, how we, our first experiences in, in Christmas getting the Nintendo and all that and whatnot. Yeah. All three of us here love Nintendo. And it's, it's like, for me, it's like, it, is a really well made toy. They're yeah. really well made. They, they're artic- they're they're the way they look and the weight to them. Like they they're they're mass produced, but they look really they look awesome. And sometimes this is the first time you'll ever get a character that's in figure form. Yeah. Uh, like Wii Fit Trainer. Like for yeah. example, no one who would have thought of having a Wii Fit Trainer. I would trainer? never have thought they would have made a Wii Fit Trainer. And it's also ever. really hard to get. Wii Fit Trainer is like yeah. eight bucks on eBay now. People are like hiking it up because there are some discontinued, them, discontinued, uh-huh. but. People were unsure how well they were going to cash in on this amiibo craze. Yeah, I just got the final reports here. They've sold ten million dollars worth of, of amiibos. Ten million dollars. That's insane. Yeah, which comes to like eleven. Uh, was it eight or nine billion yen or something like that? But yeah. it is insane how much money they've made just off of amiibos, and it hasn't even yeah. been around for more than a month. Yeah. So I mean, well, uh, they're smart. I mean, Skylanders really started a, a craze, yeah. I, and I thought it was always a very smart idea keeping the character information inside yeah. right. this figure. Uh, Disney, I noticed they did something really smart. I mean, they've got multiple Infinity games yeah. out now. Um, and they've got the Marvel characters and the Disney characters because that actually brings me to a good point. I went to downtown Disney the day after Christmas with my mom, so we're walking down there, and they've got like the Disney store with all the toys and stuff. Yeah. They had a, a huge flipping room, and all it was was the Disney Infinity characters, the Marvel ones, and the Disney characters. And I'm talking a pretty hefty size room, and it was wall to wall. And they were they were selling them like they were going out of style. Did you know that they have the original Disney Infinity on uh, consoles to download for free now? Really? Yeah, it's. I noticed this uh, when I was surfing through the Wii U, the eShop, right? Yeah. Disney Infinity's on there, free to download. Yeah. You just have to have the base and the character. Yeah. That's their way of selling it. Yeah. Oh, here's the game for free. Go buy, buy these the figures. figures. No, is that 1.0 or, or is that 2.0? 1.0. Yeah, because yeah. 1.0 was the first iteration. Yeah, and now it's 2.0, right? 2.0 is the new yeah. one that Even they launched. Still. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Great way to get someone. And I the love game. the way they yeah. look too. Like especially when they brought the guard. I want the Guardians of the Galaxy ones, yeah. but just to have us collect, just yeah. to collect. I mean, I'm the Disney Infinity thing. I was going to jump into, but I was like, eh. Uh, I heard there's bugs with the first iteration, yeah. and I was like, eh, I don't know. So now once they release the second version with the whole Marvel whole yeah. idea, I'm like, oh man, I have to have this Guardians of the Galaxy ones, yeah. you know, just to collect. Because if I buy any Disney Infinity, it's gonna be like the guy who buys the Skylanders just to collect the toys. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. But with Amiibos, I actually love them because, like, my Kirby that I have, you get, you're going to see in a few minutes, he is undefeated right now. 118-0. No one's been able to defeat my Kirby. Wow. I've trained him so well. I, I, and my friend Marcus, who who was on a guest on our yeah. show before, a friend of ours, his his uh, Peach Amiibo couldn't beat mine. And, and he's a really good Smash player. So yeah. it was really, really funny to see, you know, like how well I've developed my, um, my um, Kirby uh, ha- uh, named Stay Puffed, by the way. Yeah. All you Ghostbuster <laughs> fans out there. Um, I just love Amiibos, and they're unlocking things across multiple platforms. So if you own Mario Kart, if you own Captain Toad, if you if you you know, oh, it unlocks things in Captain Toad. Yeah, it's got to unlock things in all these, and so you have multiple purposes of having other than it looks cool on your shelf, which it does look really cool on your shelf. I'll show you guys my collection. Uh, This is over to my left. This is actually the World of Nintendo uh, limited edition figures that I got. Uh, Those aren't even the Amiibos. They they're but they're really really cool. I'm I'm building my collection as we speak. But uh, which all of you guys are going to get seats soon because we've got a, a Twitch stream now um, we're looking to get kind of like this whole um it's twitch.tv uh, uh forward slash um happy hour podcast yeah the only ironically as we said before yeah. the only happy hour podcast on multiple on, platforms on twitch which yeah. is weird i thought there'd be a happy hour twitch but yeah. no there's yeah. none i did my research I'm like wow we yeah. really we really got lucky with yeah. that nailed it exactly. nailed it but amiibos uh jason you're gonna at least get one right you're gonna get like you know, a link or samus or yoshi they look so cute I we mean, just uh we just talked about it in the last episode um when i was back here before um i think i just got my wii u recently 
and I'm scared. I'm scared, yeah. guys. If I if I if I if I unlock the floodgates with one, that's what yeah. happened with me. My wife oh. shut my floodgates, so I just I, I'll be <laughs> these floodgates have been addiction. Shut. I don't know. My floodgates have get, been shut. So my wife goes, "You can buy two more amiibos. You can buy the Mega Man and Sonic because they're iconic characters that you can yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. always love." Yeah. And she goes, you have to buy me too. You have to buy for my she wife. She wants Mega Knight. She, she, she wants, wants Meta Knight, right? and yeah. she wants uh, um, she wants Bowser. She goes, yeah. mm. you buy me those two, and then we'll talk after this wave if we're buying anymore. It's, yeah. She's just saying, you know, these, these iconic characters the role. are cool, yeah. Yeah. but do you really need this, you know, Ice villager or whatever? Or yeah. Villager. Oh, oh, man. I have Wii Fit Trainer just because I knew it was going to be rare. So. Yeah. That's cool. And now it's like $80. So yeah. Marth, Wii Fit Trainer, and Villager. villager. Those are the three that are discontinued. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. So our next topic is about the Xbox One. Um, we uh, none of us own an Xbox One, correct? Correct. No. Yeah. We have several listeners that do, and they yeah. love our like our friend Nate. Uh, he's he's he has, he owns an Xbox One. He loves mm-hmm. it. Um, we made a prediction two yeah. months ago. We once did. the Xbox One was going to drop in price, uh, two three fifty. Yep. I made a prediction. You guys can roll back the tape uh, five or six episodes ago. Um, I predicted that the Xbox One would outsell the PS4 for the first time, uh, and it just happened. In November, it, it outsold the PS4 for the first time since the launch of the, both consoles. The PS4 was destroying the Xbox One yeah. in sales, uh, but for the first time ever, they they outsold it. And uh, I think if Xbox is smart or Microsoft is smart, they're not going to after the holiday season's over. They're not going to drop put that price point back up to 400 bucks why would they do that they're making a profit off of these if they weren't yeah. if they were selling at a loss then that's one thing and as we talked about before this is the first generation of consoles that's not being sold at a loss yeah. because yeah. ps3 360 and the wii were all being sold at a loss so they can compete in the market so now this is the first time that you're not actually you're making profit off each yeah. sale even at 350 they're making us i would even argue they're probably still making a profit at 300 dollars uh yeah. so we, we don't know what that costs for them to, to no. produce but uh, why would you drop? Why would you go back up to four hundred bucks when you yeah. can just? I think you're right in the fact that it'd be kind of crazy. I mean, I don't know what the cost is either, so I, I don't want to talk out of my butt too much. I hate yeah. sounding ignorant. If someone from Microsoft is listening, they're like, ha, they don't know how much this costs. Yeah. Um, but I, I like the idea of marketing wise. It's really smart. It's really sexy to have something that says limited time offer yeah. during the holidays. Oh man, I really want to buy this for my kid. I really, yeah. I think this would be great. Christmas gifts. I want to put this under the tree. Right. Yada yada yada. Yeah. It's really smart. It's really attractive for a buyer. Yeah. Uh, if afterwards they say, you know what, we've seen such success, we're keeping it this way. And the Microsoft store, they did something so smart yeah. with the Xbox 360 trade-in mm-hmm. deal. Did you guys see that? I didn't see it. What, so they had a trade-in deal during the holidays where if you had an Xbox 360 and traded it in, you got an extra $100 off your Xbox One. Nice. So now it kicked it down to 250 $250. Wow. Yeah. That's cheaper than a Wii U. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. Yeah. And plus, all these bundles came with games. So you were right. spending 350 but it wasn't like, oh, I'm just getting the system and a controller. Well, you were getting the system and controller and usually one, if not two games with it. The, well, biggest, like, the biggest pack was two Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was about to say that. Took more dry out of my mouth. Yeah, Ubisoft. 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 Excuse me. Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Ubisoft bundle was killing it like a mofo. I mean, they couldn't stock it in stores. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that bundle alone, that skew alone. It was alone. flying off the shelves. You got two games Plus, I mean, that's $100 right there. Well, maybe a little under. Black Flag yeah. and Unity. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Like, that bundle and for 350 you couldn't beat mm-hmm. that. And also, we were arguing uh, in another episode, especially if a game that comes out cross-platform for the PS4 yeah. and Xbox One, why would you pay $50 more for a PS4 to play the game that you want to play? You might as well yeah. just pay you $50. Get it for free. Yeah. Get, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So, like, they're, they're killing it. And yeah. uh, with this whole exclusivity deal with the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider coming out... Yeah. I next mean, year, I have a big feeling, especially next holiday season, if it's you know Halo Five, especially if we get some sort of an E three, uh, some sort of ETA on gears, like when it's coming. If, if it's coming summertime, if it's coming the next Christmas, you right. know, some sort of ETA. I can tell you right now, if I can get Halo Five, I've got some sort of ETA on when gears is coming, and I can get the system for three hundred dollars. It's a done deal. Because yeah. I don't know if it'll I've, drop to three, though, dude. Well, I I, I'm not going to lie. I've already set my price point of what am I willing to pay to get an Xbox One, and for me, I set that price point at 300 It's going to be – look how long it took for the other systems to drop to 300 I Well, mean, I agree, but we never thought – We I mean, never thought it was going to get to 350 though, either. 
because I'm not gonna lie, they jumped they jumped out the gate Once, at 500. The reason they were able to do it, let's let's rewind time here. The reason they were able to do it is because they dropped Connect, right? That was yeah. a huge point. They were huge like, hey, point. because now if you buy the Connect outright, it's 150 bucks. Like they're not they're selling wow. it for 150 dollars. If you buy the Connect <laughs> outright, so it's like, you know, yeah. and they they were like, all right, well, you don't have to have the Connect now. Unfortunately. You know, harmonics took a huge hit on that because they were making their exclusive Connect games. Well, the other uh, things I want the Connect. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I really want a bundle with it in the Connect. Now, I don't think I'll probably be able. They're to get not that doing for 300. They're not making a skew with it anymore. Oh, really? You can only buy the not anymore. Connect I mean, you separately. can find stock that's already been no out. Way. Yeah, I didn't, I did not. Hear I didn't that. know that either. Yeah. So there's stock that's still in reserve that you can. You know, they still like have no yeah, way. Best Buy might still have ones. That but they're not. The Connect, as far as I know, it. from the last thing I read, they're they're they I sold so. I saw. I know I, I saw the the assassins bundles with it. It's not with the assassins mm-hmm. bundle. The there's assassins there's bundle. one with there's one hundred dollars more. Is there really? I haven't yeah. seen it. It's yeah. not anywhere where we're in the Florida that I know. I, I need know. to I need to pull this up. I swear yeah. I've yeah. seen it in stores. I, I I maybe I'm crazy, but let me. But pull I don't it up. recall seeing anything here. Do no, you? Maybe either. it's available, but we don't have it here in, our, in well, Florida. So the I thing I was looking at is because for a hot minute there, I'm talking like a hot second. I was looking at the bundle with Call of Duty, and you got a terabyte. Xbox One, mm-hmm. and it was—I don't know if it was three fifty or four hundred, but it was like, well, I could get the new Call of Duty for so a four forty nine, so it's a hundred dollars more. But with, you get both games. Is in it the, easily accessible? Let's see here. Okay, so I know I've seen it in stores. Yeah. Okay, so I'm mistaken then. So there's a hundred. There's an additional hundred dollars. Okay, so it's a hundred dollars. So. so it's four fifty, but you get the Kinetic with that and the two. That's not a bad deal because I mean I don't mind paying the Connect. You yeah. call it kinetic. Kinetic, I know, I know. kinetic energy. Yeah. Kinetic. No, but so I so want it with the. Maybe kinetic. I wonder if that's only because of it's the, the, with the bundle. Because I, I, I have no, I haven't seen, and I've, I've talked yeah. to people at Target, Best yeah. Buy. They don't have a standalone. They, they don't have a standalone connect. Uh, skew skew right now. Really? Maybe they have one special for this bundle only. I wonder so. if that's going to stick around. Uh, I don't know ah, because curious. I mean, you think about it, they're not really supporting the Connect anymore. So it's like once they pulled it out of the system, it's not a requirement. Yeah. I don't think the Connect's dead yet. I think there's going to be a lot of. I, I think, think there's going to yeah. be things in the future. Because, I want one myself. Yeah. Like if I, I would, because that was one thing that you and I were saying back back when we first started this podcast was like yeah. one of the differentiating things between. The PS4 and Xbox One was having that Connect uh, integration, yeah. and like I like the idea of uh, all right, my PS4 does this, my Xbox One does this, yeah. my Wii U does this. They yeah. all do different things. Like I don't want it to all just be a Xbox or a PS4 machine. Yeah. I want I don't want them all to act the same and do the same thing. So. Exactly. But uh, we'll see if they continue to do the SKUs because currently the only way you can get the SKU, as far as I know, is through the bundle there. Yeah. With Jason showed us, I'm glad he looked it up. Yeah. So we have the correct information for you, fine listeners out there. Uh, another thing to mention is. You look at the PlayStation Plus. Uh, if yeah. you guys aren't familiar with that, great value, a, really great value. Uh, you get a bunch of free games every month and new TV shows like that Power Show that's starting pretty soon. <laughs> it looks interesting, uh, but they and then of course Xbox they were late to the party and they did the games with gold. Yeah. Uh, and I I was I was touting out like, all right, man, you know PlayStation Plus is such a great deal, so good. And then my friends would be firing back, well, well, Xbox does one too. Well. I have the definitive numbers of why PlayStation Plus is better. Ooh, scientific. Dun, dun, dun. In, 2004, in 2014, Xbox Games with Gold gave you a value of $584 with the free games. Good amount of money. Mm-hmm. Decent money, yeah. PlayStation Plus gave you $1,300 away in free games in 2014. Double the amount of games. Jeez. So that, that scientific value there, that's actual numbers and math Sorry, right numbers. there. Numbers. Math. That, that you have... I'm a fan of numbers. Yeah. yeah. Oh, double the amount of free games, essentially. Or double the value of free value. games. Value of free games. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, but also, you also have to look at it this way, too, to, to, get, to play devil's advocate. Yeah. Uh, they're only doing it through Xbox One and um, 360, right? You have an yeah. additional software platform the Vita as well that you have with mm. PlayStation Plus so you do have the, the potential to have more because you have multi- another platform that's in this yeah. uh, but still $1,300 is a lot of money that you're giving away but the nice thing is is these companies they're not just giving games away free like right. say for example Child- Ubisoft said hey we're going to throw in Child of Life for free one month yeah. right they're they're making money on it too because what how it works is that the publisher the developer gets Sony pays them a check all right if you if you want to work on a deal here you want to make it free we're going to give you money for that because they're not just saying all right we're going to make it free they got to make money as well so both parties are benefiting from this so right uh you know but thirteen hundred dollars is pretty sweet 
So yeah. I've enjoyed my PlayStation Plus this year. Me too. And and that's the thing. Like I was really I I got the free because I won my PS4 for Taco Bell and Taco Bell was nice enough to give me along with the system and Knack. They gave me a year of PlayStation Plus for free with it. So when I got Call of Duty this year, it was about to end. I'm like, oh crap! I got to go buy another year of PlayStation Plus. And I was kind of on the fence, but now that I see the new TV show Powers is coming out, all the free games they've given me, um, and I've got to say, I really like how smoothly PlayStation Plus handles. Like, it's really easy to get in the store. It's really easy to get add-ons for my games. Like, it it syncs along and it runs and it's integrated very, very smoothly. So, Deuce, here's my question for you. Considering you won your PS4, you had the year of it, uh, from your perspective, I mean, we just heard the numbers. Right. What do you say? I mean, how many of these games did you actually download? How many did you play? Was it worth it for you? To be honest with you, I maybe downloaded like two or three and most of those were the downloadable games, like Mercenary Kings hmm. and stuff like that. For me, mostly, it was just to be able to have my access to play online with friends, like for Destiny hmm. and just things like that for the most part. But, hmm. I mean, I... That was, that was actually a really great question. Yeah, but I enjoy... Even though I didn't get the game value of it, the hmm. value I got was the integration and how easy it was to use, because I'm a big fan of... How easy is this for me to use? Not that Xbox Live is like super complicated or anything like that. But it can be. Yeah, it can be at times <laughs> for sure. But it's just it's so easy and so streamlined. And like when I'm in a game, it's literally like I hit a button and it'll pull up. Prime example: WWE 2K15. Uh, it's got a little store icon in the main menu. You go to the store and it takes you right to the PlayStation Network. But that's not PlayStation store. Plus, though. That's 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 a uh, 2K. You know, going through you know oh. the network for that. Well, it, I thought it was easy and nice, and I've had that happen with other games too, where I go to the like Call of Duty. That's just your internet thing. working with the with the you know with the you know well. It, it just works easy. To answer like your so if the question was answered to me, I've downloaded every single game. Oh wow! Did I play them all? No, but I downloaded every single one because PlayStation has this awesome system yeah. through your app or through your computer where you can add things to cart and it automatically counts as you purchasing the game. So you like you have this library it. now of yeah. games because it's in your system as a game that you purchase as long as you have a PlayStation Plus uh, subscription. You can get it. You can get it. That's and great. I can just do it from my you phone. Could, you could take it. Install it, delete it. I, and I go on my phone. Yeah. I go. All right. I want to. Uh, what's what's the? I, I go. PlayStation does this awesome blog. They do. They yeah. every month. They this is our six free games uh, for the month. So they tell you the whole amount what's coming out. And they put them all all at the same time. So I go on my phone. I'm like, all right, there's, there's two games for PS3, two games for Vita, two games for PS4. I go download, 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 and then I I click add to cart. I get an email saying thank you for your purchases. Now they're all on my system. Now now I don't have to go. Oh. I have That's to go find. Sick. It's really awesome integration with your app on your phone. They have an awesome app on the phone that lets you do it. Yeah. But uh, truth be told, I didn't know about that app. I'm I'm yeah. really I love about my that. App, my so I download. So phone. I downloaded it all. So I've got it too. I, and I love so it. I've downloaded every single game that came out this year. I probably played half of them because a lot of oh, them wow. are downloadable content yeah. games. So downloadable games. games yeah. Downloadable yeah. games. Yeah. Got me doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> downloadable games. Deuce last episode. Yeah. yeah. It's rubbing exactly. off. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Deuce rubs off on everybody. That's what it is. The decisms, yeah. uh, but no, I mean, there's been some awesome games like the uh, was it the Isaac Rebirth of Isaac was it Binding called? of Isaac Binding of Isaac's amazing. Yeah. I never got to play it on Steam, oh, and it that is game. it is so much fun. I got to play that, um, but it, it's it's great. I mean, I Rogue Legacy was another one uh, that was, that was free. on PlayStation. Really? Yeah. Oh, I loved Rogue Legacy. Rogue Legacy is awesome. So I've got to like experience all these games that I never would have played on pc because i'm yeah. not much of a pc gamer although i'm yeah. kind of integrating more to steam now now that other games that i like are coming out um banner saga 2 and, and all this stuff but steam's dangerous yeah that's <laughs> the problem with steam well um, it, and i like to see that some of them are coming to ps4 because it means now that i've kind of made this new resolution of i'm going to download downloadable games you know i can start playing more well, and just put it this yeah. way i'd phrase it differently I, we were trying to have a way to figure yeah non-triple-a games this if it's not a triple-a game well, i don't even want to call it that because i mean how do you not call child of light a non-triple-a game? game though yeah i mean triple-a is technically uh, de- de- defined by how much money was spent in the creation oh, right. is that how it yeah. is because i was about to say because like child of light 
I think you could put up there with some AAA games, like well, story wise. You can and you, you the, can argue the that there's you can argue that a lot maybe of, not the money that was spent on well, it. But you can argue yeah, that marketing Chod, and yeah, you can argue that Child of Light is better than ninety percent of AAA games that came out in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I mean you, know, you can because and, it's a just a great experience, a yeah. great game. We already talked about this, but I'm just saying like just because it's a fifteen dollar twenty dollar downloadable game doesn't mean you're going to get a, a worse experience. That that that's something you have to educate the market on because. Yeah. The average dude bra, as you dude call, bra. they're gonna go and they. Where's my Madden? Where's my Call of Duty? Um, although the, yeah. the the broad dude played Watch Dogs uh, yeah. last year because that sold really well, which is awesome that it they're kind of like branching out, um, hitting the hitting a different market. Well, but I think how many of those like bra are playing Child of Light? You yeah, know what I mean? No, like so, so like that's that's just, that's what I I always feel like I'm defending that with people because it's like, gosh, you know, we go, what's your favorite game of the year? If I don't say it's if I don't say it's Call of Duty, they're gonna be like, what do you know about games? You know, so yeah. it's just that that stigma that you get into that. But um, PlayStation Plus does an amazing job of, of introducing these people at a free. You're paying your fifty dollars mm-hmm. or sixty dollars a year, and there's games that you're playing that you may not have played. I'll give you an example. Don't starve. Never heard of the game before. Uh, I only had a couple games on Steam, so I, did, I didn't really hear, hear about it. Mm-hmm. It was a free game on PlayStation Plus. I downloaded it. My I, my mind was blown. I'll go, wow, this game is amazing. I probably wouldn't have downloaded it or bought it. Yeah. But now that I got the free, for, you know, the version of the first game, when the sequel comes out, you know damn sure I'm buying the sequel. Yeah. I'm buying it because yeah. of that. So it's opening the doors to these people that wouldn't necessarily go out and check it out. So yeah. I... I, I love what PlayStation's doing with their PlayStation Plus. If only they could figure out that stupid uh, PlayStation Now stuff. Oof. Yeah, the prices on that are kind of well. Insane. Yeah, they're going to have to kind of work on that. I, I, see, that's another thing. I think it's a great idea in concept and in theory. They're just going to have to make a way to make it monetarily beneficial. They spent all that money yeah. to buy that Gaikai uh, software, cloud yeah. software. They're never going to get that money back. I mean. It's insane how much money they. I forget the numbers on that, what that was, but they, they spent a lot, a lot of money. Like, you know what the good service. thing is? Is is let's, let's you know when life gives us lemonade, or when life gives us lemons, let's make lemonade. You know they might be able to use that for something else well, later. This down is the what line. I predicted when we first started the episode, uh, first started the show. Uh, I predicted that it would have been a part of your PlayStation Plus. You would have paid a little bit more. Yeah. That would have made sense to me. If you it was a subscription service. A subscription yeah, service, like right? I paid $20 pay... a month and I could play whatever game that I wanted That makes more sense to library. me than going each one by hour. Each game yeah. is different. I, I, one game isn't Not the same price. As yeah. a, it's too confusing. And they're all PS3 games. And I don't want to play That's PS3 true. games. They originally touted they yeah. were going to have the whole back catalog. PS1 and PS2. I mean, how awesome would that be to be able to play you know, something like for Like a PS1 or PS2. I'd be all over that. Because it's a huge catalog. You know, but. So, funny story. This is kind of going to the PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2 right. games. Uh, I have had a PlayStation 3 since they originally came out. Oh, wow. Uh, I got it back with the 60 gigabyte when it had the PlayStation 1 inside it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the model I yeah. have. And I never used it. Really? Never used it because I just I, – there was not many of the things that it really just wanted really me to – Just really blowed your socks off. Yeah. So, I finally – turned it on and started playing it because they added two games to the PlayStation Store that I wanted to play and that was the Sweet Code. Yeah, yeah Sweet Code in 1, one and, and 2. But see, I'm the same but I'm in the same thing. I always thought it was Super Code as well because back in the day we, everyone called it Ryu when it's actually yeah. Ryu, Ryu, right? Because yeah. Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden. Is it really Sweet in? Sweet in is actually No way. Yeah, it is. Sweet in. No. Yep. Really? Mhm. That's 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 how He's you pronounce it. He's got to ask on that. Yeah, Don't look at me. It's actually I'm not the RPG guy. Um, that's him. I mean, it's just I wanted to re- Live that I'm playing through the first yeah. one right Dude, now. Dude, it's like Game of Thrones meets Pokemon. It is amazing. Really? It is oh, fantastic. Yeah. That's uh, actually the best way you could describe. Is that, that. okay? I did yeah. okay. To yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's 108 characters, so you're yeah. trying to collect them all. Yeah. It's amazing, right? Yeah. It, and the one now, the great thing about what they did with the PlayStation Store is if you beat one, you, tr- you can transfer stuff over to two, and you have special items that you get. Oh that wow! Go on to, yeah, it's yeah, really really characters. cool. Yeah, it's really really neat. Uh, that's a game that I want to rebuy to play on my Vita because that's a perfect game to play on my Vita. One more That's a game I would love to play if. I could play it on my PS4, which why the PS4 hasn't been able to figure out the PS1 emulator. It, it blows well, my mind. PS4 doesn't even play D, uh, doesn't even play CDs anymore. Yeah. it's weird. Like they don't they they just have the DVD and Blu-ray mechanic. Right, they doesn't play which is fine. Else. But why can't I go on the PlayStation Store, 
buy the game off the PlayStation Store and it be able to run it. Like, but why wait. can't they get a PS1 emulator on But there? wait, we could play Final Fantasy VII soon. Oh, oh no. get out of here. Oh, my God. I'm going to go hang myself. This, that, that was the trolliest announcement. Oh, my God. I could rant on this for an entire I'm episode, I'm so excited guys. about this. The Troll Year Award oh. goes to oh. Sony. Oh, Square. 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 Please. They no. kicked you square in the balls well, on I that showed one. Deuce because Deuce and I were talking a little bit about it the other oh. day and I was like Deuce this is what the the PlayStation 3 uh, that trailer they showed for PlayStation 3 like what it could look like in game and and he and Deuce was like yeah. wow that wow. looks amazing like what they could yeah. have done you know that started back in what 2006 2006 yeah. yep oh my and that god that was just a demo that was just like, a demo yeah. you know I feel like Square like this is how I think of Square right now I think that Square Enix I, I Enix, <sighs> Enix was one of my favorite companies growing Me up, too. and then they merged yeah. with Square, yeah. and that just—I I haven't recovered actually. Yeah. I, feel I feel like you. Square's just like they—they they basically Square Enix is saying, "Hey, I know exactly what you want," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, you're gonna give it to me," and they're like, "Yeah, lay it down for me, baby," and then <laughs> and then I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I trust you, I trust you," and they're like, "Yeah, you ready?" and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm good, give it to me," and then they're like, "Yeah, let me just let me pick up this branding iron and shove it right up your." And I'm like, ah! And then yeah. that that's how I feel. That's the relationship that they're giving me right now. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I've i been saying for years, guys, I'm ranting. I'm sorry. No, uh, I'm good. This is yeah, yeah. great. This is a conversational podcast. Oh, my favorite game of all time is Final Fantasy VI. Okay. VI. Fantastic story. Was made in 94, I think it was. was on, what system was that Super on? Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Okay, Super cool, Nintendo. Cool, Final cool. Fantasy III in North America. Yeah. And... Since I was a kid, it just resonated with me. It was one of the first games that really tackled some, tackled some really dark themes. Character suicide attempt wow. uh, in '94. Yeah, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the villain wins halfway through the game. What? Like spoilers? Sorry, yeah. guys. It's uh, okay. It, the game was made in '94. Yeah. I think you're safe. Twenty year old game yeah. here. Uh, but since I was a kid, I mean, that just resonated with me. It was it was one of the games that really made me want to get into the video game world, start yeah. working in gaming. And I was like, man, I'd love to see this remade eventually yeah. just because fantastic. What did they do in 2014? Out of nowhere. Hey, guys, we remade it. Yeah. And what did we do? We took this great dark video game and we cell shaded it and put it on Android tablets and iPhone. And it looks like it's a kitty cartoon and it's yeah. this dark game and it just it doesn't work. It doesn't feel right. Kotaku, as much as I, I have strong feelings about them, uh actually summed up my feelings quite well as there was an article when the remake was announced the name of the article was oh god square what have you done to final fantasy 6 yeah wow yeah uh and i haven't recovered and now seeing what they did to bring it all the way back to the final fantasy 7 announcement it doesn't surprise me like i giggled when i when i when i heard about it i was just like oh, well that's not a surprise. So, uh, rant over. I well, no. Before we go any further, are are you allowed to say your Kotaku comments on air, or do we need to say that for off the air? Uh, we'll have a beer we'll, later. We'll have a beer later. Okay, <laughs> cool, right, cool, cool, right, cool, cool. Uh, but th- before we before we wrap up the square talk, I'm I'm Jason and I are very one on one about the RPG. Uh, we, we come up yeah. with the same background when it comes to that stuff. Sure. I love six. I love five. I love four. I love three. I love two. I love one. And then once what happened was, I'll I'll love them for all different reasons. I I actually argue uh, that four is one of the best. But oh, I mean the characters in that game, Cecil are great. Rosa, uh, yeah. Yang, all these people, Kane, Kane, Kane. That story, that revenge, like oh my gosh, the redemption story yeah. in there is amazing, and the music's phenomenal. Five also. Galoof gets a little under underappreciated because five was of good. The, four, but four and six are so high on the list. But also you have to look at what Square did. Um, you know they're they're taking products. For example, they they published the Tomb Raider game. They yeah, they, they yeah. put their projections so high. We're going to sell 15 million yeah. units of, and they're like, oh well, no one's really buying our games anymore. We don't know what we're doing. But then yeah. they put out an amazing game, Bravely Default. Yeah, which is like, I look at Bravely Default, which is a phenomenal game. I love it. It feels like what Square would have done if they continued to make games. That's in the line of six, five, you know four, yeah. five, six, and whatnot. Like this is where they would have gone, and it, it's amazing because mm. it's a callback to the original nostalgia factor that we, Jason and I, grew up playing. And it, it, it is amazing. It is, and they sold two hundred thousand copies in the U.S. They were not expecting that, and all of a sudden, Square makes this comment like, "Oh, 
I guess people like games like this now. I'm like, well, dude, listen to your market. People are buying. What are people buying? You know, Final Fantasy 13 yeah. was a train wreck. I'm oh, sorry. Oh my god, it was yeah. a train wreck. <laughs> Super yeah. linear. The characters you don't care about. Yeah. Music was okay, but it was just like it was just a train wreck. And this is what you're putting out. And then 13.2 was an improvement upon it, but it still wasn't that great. Yeah. And then Lightning Returns was a train wreck. I mean, this is coming from a guy that's played every Final Fantasy game except for the online ones. I haven't yeah. played 14 or 11. But, like, I, I love, I love, I love Final Fantasy. Loved is the key yeah. word. 13. That's why I feel like, mm. I feel like Bravely Default is the best Final Fantasy game because it's like yeah. a Final Fantasy game. Yeah. The best Final Fantasy game they've put out uh, since And what 10. system do they put that on? Uh, a 3ds. 3ds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I've been wanting to play it, but at the same time, honestly, I I have a hard problem buying a Square Enix game right now. Like uh, after after 13, that was back to that 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 nice nice rod that I was talking about before. Like yeah. I I feel like they cracked the whip and just smacked my back a few more times. Like right. thanks for the money, bro. I just I couldn't do it. A, a 13 13 hurt me. I, I actually felt pain, yep. and I still finished the damn game because so I, I felt so bad about spending the money on it. Yeah, like, man. I felt obliged. I bought it day one. Yeah, yep. same. Yep. Well, to play Dave, Devil's Advocate a little bit, Final Fantasy VII has been on my bucket list for a long time. Well, this is all coming back full yeah, circle. Yeah, full circle. Because we're talking about yeah. seven being put... Cause, I, because yeah. the other games are not, but they're all of a sudden yeah. they're doing the PC they're, port. It's going it's to... It's going on the PS4, and I'm going to buy it. So we should talk about that. I've never played it before, so I'm looking forward to that. The, well, someone like you, you'll definitely enjoy it. I'll enjoy you, it because I've never played it before. Temper and, your expectations. Right. That's the only thing. Yeah. It, it hasn't aged well. Yeah. yeah. It's just saying, there's that whole adage where I had a, there's a meme online, uh, Final Fantasy VII doesn't look as good as you remember it. That was what was on there because yeah. they showed a picture of, of Advent Children like that's yeah. not what Final Fantasy VII looked no, like, no, no, you know. No. And you go back and like, oh, that's what yeah. Final Fantasy it looks looked like. Blocky because that's and, what yeah. our expectation. Because yeah. back in the day, those were the best graphics at the time. Yeah. Sure. People were like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Look, so you look at the original Metal Gear Solid. He didn't have talking. Uh, Snake didn't have a talking mouth. No. You know, and fingers. They were yeah. all blocks. Yeah. But you don't think of that because of the games that came, subsequent yeah. games that came out afterwards that made it look better, right? Yeah. So it's it's really interesting because six aged extremely well it yeah. did. like the graphics it still yeah. holds up the original holds up well i seven? i think 8-bit was well, that's the argument with 8-bit and 16-bit games they yeah. look phenomenal still today they do yes. you throw mario brothers one on the screen it looks pretty yeah yeah there's no weird fuzzy haziness thing looking it looks great the color palette's great the music sounds great yeah you go back and try to play mario 64 great game revolutionary game yeah. first game in 3d but space it's, that it's really, not you know it's, it's clunky not, yeah it's very clunky looks yeah. weird um Games just don't look as good as you remember they looked. Or that transitional well. period. Yeah, there's a weird transitional period. but Between, that, like, the, the original NES Super Nintendo and, like, the 64. Like, when you go back and play original NES games, Super Nintendo game is what you're saying. They still kind of hold up. They do. They look but great. when you look at a 64 game, you're like, eh, not so much. Look at well, the original. Well, thank you. You just saved me money because I was I, – I'm looking in the very near future of buying some retro systems. And I'm talking the actual original system, not, like, a RetroCon yeah. or anything right. like that. And one of them was a 64, and now knowing that it doesn't hold up as well, that's good to know. Go back and look money. at screenshots from Smash Brothers. Yeah. Oh, my God. It Smash. looks yeah, awful. Very blocky. Super yeah. polygon, because that was when they were trying to figure that out, that whole system Well, I actually out. played that the other weekend at uh, Player One, and you're right. It did look super blocky, yeah. and you know it didn't hold up as well. But no, I mean, that's... Yeah. My goal is to go back and play the original... Final Fantasies all the way up till seven, like one through seven. Now well, I know I not all of them I can get, but them, yeah, but. I want to play like the original Final Fantasy so I can play them, know the story. Like these are touchstone games for for not me per se, but I know for the gaming community, these are mm-hmm. touchstone games that like people grew up with. They know the stories and they have very strong feelings, and they can even go back to times in their lives and say, oh, you know, I was this age when I was playing it, and relate it back to things, you know perfect story for this actually i i I, there's more okay there's some things in life that just happen that are very small moments but they stick out in your mind because they're so impactful vividly yeah right i just touched earlier how final fantasy 6 was such an important part of my childhood yeah because the story was just it was emotional uh i i I feel like it still holds up to this day i think it's one of the best rpg stories that's ever been put into a game yeah uh i remember as a kid renting it because i didn't ever own the game so i'd go down the blockbuster rent it i'd get as far as i could in the weekend before i had to turn it back in and then the next time i'd go through the entire game again because i'd have to get back to where i was yeah because you you couldn't keep the saves right and there was one weekend i was like mom can i rent final fantasy well three in north america because they the weird naming convention they had and 
she was like you do that every other week not this week and i was like oh damn and and i remember walking we were in the grocery store and i was just head down because i really oh, wanted to play yeah, final yeah. fantasy Little i jason i'd i oh. just got into this one fight that i was like yeah. oh the, the story because i was fine i had gotten halfway through the game it was at this very big plot yeah. twist point and i really wanted to know what happened yeah. right. you know this before the internet really took off you had aol right. yeah. things like Ooh. that but yeah yeah dial up and as i was walking i found a five dollar bill on the ground and i was like can I rent it now? And she's like, where did you get this? I'm like, I just found it on the ground. It was right there. Yeah. She's like, did you have that in your pocket? I'm like, no, I, I legit found it. She's like, yeah. okay, that's a sign. You can rent it. Nice. And I got home and I, found, I went home and I finally beat it because yeah. I, awesome story. Like, you were lucky enough to get the game that still had your save game on it. Was that how you beat it? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I just plowed through it. Oh, wow. Yeah. But like, it's, that's, that's those things. Like you can tell those games have memories. Yeah. That just, yeah. Very significant, like touchstone memories. Like you can, Completely. I bet you can even remember smell and like feelings and sounds totally. and stuff yeah and I'm, i know exactly i, what I equated about. it the same way uh to the best art and this is obviously not an rpg yeah. conversation but one of the best rpgs ever made in my opinion was secret of mana oh phenomenal game yes it was one of the first games to introduce the whole multi-tap multiplayer uh glow yeah. uh, player yeah it is amazing and the music phenomenal gameplay phenomenal didn't have much of a story uh, but the but the gameplay was so amazing. Upgrading your weapons and finding different secrets and and uh, the way you found your cohorts was differently depending on how you went through the game. Like really ahead amazing, of its time. Amazing game. Uh, and because the thing is, it, it does it's overshadowed by uh, Chrono Trigger because Chrono Trigger took all the ideas from Secret of Mana and put it into. Chrono Trigger or whatever, and so I was like, "Oh, okay, that's fine." Secret Man is fantastic. Secret Man is. We can do. We can go across, but we're talking about games that still hold up, that look amazing, yeah. that still play well. Final yep. Fantasies one through six, looking, they look and play totally. great. I agree. They look amazing, and it's that color Seven. palette. Seven doesn't. Eight, I think nine holds up pretty well. I think nine looks pretty decent. Nine looks decent, yeah. Yeah, but but I feel like nine was like. Right at the point where where things started kind of starting to go downhill, like ten tens is a good story. I like ten, yeah. Because aren't they about to make ten? They're, and they're, 10 taking, the on the PS4? they're taking the remaster and putting yeah. it on PS4, which yeah. I'm glad I didn't buy the PS3 version. Yeah. But it wasn't that I didn't want to support them and buy the remaster yeah. version. It was because I was too busy with my PS4. Yeah. But the fact that they're bringing it over to the PS4, I'm going to. I'm buy actually it. thinking about doing the same thing because I'm. It's a self-contained story. Yeah. You don't have to know previous lore exactly. and all that which stuff. Is it's awesome its own with, world. Because all the Final Fantasy games, what I like about them is they're all self-contained. Yeah. So it's like I can play one and I don't have to remember the ones And then, and then you get the weird ones like Final Fantasy 2 where it's like, all right, we're going to take what you know about RPGs and throw it on its head. When yeah. you, the only way you level up is if you get hit. And oh, <laughs> you wow. almost die. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you learn magic spells by using them and like upgrading. It's, yeah. It is blew my mind the first time I played Final Fantasy 2. It is still to this day one of the harder Final Fantasies, oh, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's probably the hardest. It is so crazy. And then, and see, I'm saying Square used to have this pedigree of amazing titles. Like, I still consider Final Fantasy Tactics one yeah. of the best games. You oh, literally tactics. just read my mind. I was just <laughs> going to bring it up. I was going to say, like, the games that actually hold up, that's if there's going to be a PlayStation 1 game that holds up, it's probably going to be Tactics. Tactics is fantastic. I love Tactics. That's fine. This episode of The Happy Hour is brought to you by Sci-Fi Saturday's Bartow. It is February 21st, 2015 from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yes, and they're going to have the Raider 1 Cylon ship from the original 70s Battlestar Galactica is going to be on site. Wow. They're going to have many sci-fi collectible vendors. Amazing. Panels, games, a life-size TARDIS. A Doctor Who costume contest, food vendors, the 501st Star Wars Club is going to be there. Oh, snap. Oh, yes. And the USS Haven Star Trek Club. Cosplayers are welcome. And just so you know, it's a totally free event. Free! Completely free for you and the family. It's going to be a family event. So come on out and see us at Sci-Fi Saturdays Bartow. And that's Sci-Fi spelled just like the TV network. S-Y-F-Y. Saturdays Bartow. And come out and see the happy hour with Johnny. Yes, sir. Hey, Jason and I keep going forever about our love, our passion for, for role-playing games. But the oh, thing is, God, yes. we do. I do agree with him that I feel like they would, hey, because they, there's that clip, famous clip online now where they're like, 
they're talking about Final Fantasy VII. They throw up the logo. The whole audience is screaming, going yeah! crazy. And they go, ported from PC. And everyone, that, that whole look. It was just like the biggest, like, oh, where's man. The, Let down. Where's the Price is Right fail sound? Oh, my goodness. So, but anyway, so that that was, yeah, we, we just want quality we want a quality game, you know. I mean, that's... which I don't think is a, much to ask because, from what you're telling me, and, and because I wasn't the big RPG fan, they made quality games before. And if they could just port them for me personally, if there was a way I could play them emulated on my PS4, right? That I was would buy originally we're talking yeah. about the PlayStation now. Yeah. So, if like, we're that, gonna bring yeah. it all the way back to earlier. That's yeah. why I bought Suikoden, Suikoden yeah. one and two. That's yeah. why I, I immediately turned on my PS3, yeah. updated it from six years ago. Wow, I'm two... sure that took a hot minute. It, oh, yeah. yeah, two entire versions of software yeah. later. Yeah, I immediately went to the PlayStation Store and dropped money on on the two games. Yeah. Awesome! Yeah. I'm about to do that as well. I have some Christmas money. Well, so I'll I'm tell you what, man. If they would get it to where I could, you know, download those on my PS4, I would do it. And I don't know why they can't get the PlayStation Network Store to let us play. They bought that guy, yeah. guy, guy. I can't say it right. Guy Kai Streaming. Yeah, the Guy Kai Streaming. Like, they bought, they spent all that money. I think it was a billion or something crazy. It was a ton of money. Something nuts, yeah. Yeah, I was like, they bought it, what, just let it sit there and collect dust? I mean, I know no one's using it because I I saw a report. uh, Was it an NPD does like this? They do like, you know, games that are sell the most and whatnot. And someone did an article on uh, who's actually renting games. Yeah. uh, And no one's really doing it. I think they said only 3% of, of. the way they were able to, to catalog it was they, they took your PlayStation Plus account and they go, how many subscribers do we have? Yeah. And how many people are using it by system? And they were yeah. like, only 3% of people are using the PlayStation, from PlayStation Plus are using the yeah. uh, PlayStation Now. That's a, I mean, it's still, but from how many subscribers they have, which I don't yeah. have the number off the yeah. top of my head, that's not a lot of people using it. You know, no. I just it doesn't make sense financially. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I think the subscription base is where you where yeah. You go. I think if you do it, especially if you set your price point low, it, you'll get a lot of subscribers that'll you know. Because I'll tell you right now, if they said okay, ten bucks, you can get anything out the PS One, PS Two, PS Three library. But I'd I feel like I also life. feel like maybe they're hesitant because they're competing against themselves. Like imagine if you still had a PS3, you know the whole squeaking in effect here, where yeah. you're like, oh well, if you had the PlayStation Plus or the PlayStation Now subscription, you wouldn't have to go out and buy it. You know they're getting your money every month, but yeah, like there's that pros and cons they have to look at. Well, yeah. think about it. If you put it at a ten dollar price point, how much was squeaking in one and two? Like ten dollars. Squeaking in one's five ninety nine, and okay. then squeaking in two was nine ninety nine. Okay, so. so let's say fifteen bucks. If it's which is ten- let's pause right now. Yeah. If you folks listening have not played Suikoden in one or two or Suikoden as Jason and I grew up listening saying, yeah, uh, that fifteen dollars is probably Money other well than spent. other than Child of Light yeah. and Shovel Knight. That's gonna be the best fifteen bucks you spend all all year. Trust yeah. me. Go out right now. Pause the podcast. Yeah. Go download those. Then come back and see it. It's worth it. It it's is fun. amazing. But think about it. They put it at ten dollar price point. Even if I only do it two months, they made their money for those two games. Yeah. You know? True. So, I mean, you set it a low enough price point, you're going to have people that are going to be customers for life because they're just going to keep letting it auto-renew right. because the right. price point's low enough. You know, it just you don't want to hack. And speaking of hacking, uh, the Lizard Squad. Uh-huh. Uh, which, oh, these. Uh, yeah. Uh, you like my segue there, right? Uh, that was uh, good. That was good. Good segue. Uh, but the uh, Lizard Squad uh, made a lot of us sad on holidays because uh, the Xbox yeah. uh, Live and on December 23rd, the Xbox Live and the PlayStation Network were down. Yeah. So, DDoS attacks, essentially. So it, it is uh, – no one could really connect or do anything. No. So you couldn't go to the stores. You couldn't – if you had a game like Dragon Age, like yeah. I had, that I've only been able to play two hours of it because yeah. I got the game – uh, like the day of the twenty second, and yeah. then I decided to install it and play it on the twenty third. I couldn't play it because I couldn't connect to the EA server yeah. because it was the, the network was down. So I couldn't even play a game that I got for the holidays. And I'm like, ah. So I was really, really upset. And it's still I hear it's still uh, shaky for people. The Xbox Live, I guess, is up now, but the X, the PlayStation, PlayStation Network is still Network's still shaky because I'm still having problems yeah. with it because I'm having to with my WWE 2K. I'm having problems because yeah. I downloaded. Uh, some of the DLC, right. and because that DLC is incorporated in my character, mm-hmm. it's like uh, you can either A, start over with a new character, or B, uh, yeah. you know, it, wait. And I'm like, I'm waiting. I've got 60 hours in this character. I'm not losing it. So, you know, it's like yeah. an RPG character at that point. Like, you're not yeah. losing those 60 hours. Start yeah. over. So. Oh, I think it's rather interesting, uh, the, the Lizard Squad's uh, whole reasoning that they put out. Yeah. They put out a statement saying that... Uh, 
the entire reasoning they did this is to show how weak the security is for them and that uh, this wouldn't have happened if they just had better security and they should upgrade. Like it, it, they make it sound so much more noble than it actually yeah. is. Um, I mean, the whole Sony hack thing with just happened yeah. with the interview movie, all that crazy. I mean, there's and then it happened back in 2011. Yeah, Sony and, and lots then, of craziness. Then, yeah, it's been happening quite often. You, you, I just got an email saying Hulu, Best Buy, Amazon, uh, only a small number, thirteen thousand yeah. accounts were hacked. Um, yeah. Which in the whole scheme of things is like what two percent or whatever, yeah. not much at all. But still, the fact that these companies and people are going—not companies, but people are going into these companies and hacking—and like you get, I got an email from Home Depot saying, "Hey, yeah. your amount, your account, you might need to change your stuff because yeah. now you're in fear of even using your card anywhere. Yeah. You're going online buying stuff, you know. So it's 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 just an invasion of it's just theft. It is people look at it like, oh, it's a digital thing and mm. it's not real, but this is real. Your real money, your real livelihood is being affected by yeah. this. I got, I they, I got my identity stolen one time because someone put a card reader in the gas pumps. No yeah. shit. Yeah. So they 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 open it and they put in a reader <laughs> behind it. So when you swipe it, they get your card information. Holy crap! My dad worked for Seven Eleven for thirty five years. He told yeah. me about this. He goes, "Hey, what you need to do is make sure that the place has the security." Tape, not 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 video, but actual like scot- not scotch tape, but like you know like a tape. Yeah. It's red tape that goes on the actual. Uh, you, know, you have your reader, and right. it, there's a little key that they open up or whatever to put yeah. print, the printer part in. But if you have the the tape on it, and it yeah. says void, do not yeah. use that pump because yeah. that means that tape's been moved, removed. Yeah. So it's a lot of things um, like that that get me worried about. Because yeah. the reason why I found out I got hacked uh, or got stolen was because. I got a uh, a fraudulent charge on my card saying it was like two hundred dollars from Wisconsin what? in a bookstore, and I go I don't know what this is, and I called up uh, my bank and they were like yeah this was done today at two p.m. I said I'm I'm not in Wisconsin right now and yeah, they go oh I'm in Florida they go oh well you you just beat the charge I go yes and they were able to help me out. But it's like it's different if it's a credit card and a debit card because if it's a debit card, you have a lot of pain to go through for that because yeah. it's yeah. you know cash being taken out. But it's just like you know people find ways to steal things and yeah. and back in the day, Robin Hood stole from the rich and gave to the good. Well, nowadays it's like you're digitally you're yeah. you're pirating and hacking and taking things from people. It is theft. I mean, yeah. totally. they should be treated the same as if you steal three hundred thousand dollars worth of materials it should be treated the same way as grand theft or whatever yeah. the the rule is the the felony is so it's just people we're getting that day and age where you know back to the future was right we're gonna have the thumbprint for everything yeah you're gonna go down and you buy things you're gonna have your id everything's gonna be on your thumbprint yeah. you know so you don't have to have a card you don't have to have everything on you the yeah. only thing the only way people can steal your identity is to cut your thumb off and then they're yeah. gonna and then someone's gonna get smart and build a guard that will go on your thumb that can't be cut yeah. go through you're still gonna be able to go through and guard it so the, the, the future i mean these people they're looking at the future it's happening it's now yeah you know? so i mean look at digital print media and all that stuff that's going to the dinosaur People aren't buying newspapers like they used to anymore. Yeah. So everything is all seventy percent of emails now are done through your phone. People yeah. look at emails through phones now. They're not yeah. going on the computers. You know, you look at the price of laptops and, and computers. Everything is dropping. The way we it, the way we consume media is changing. Yeah. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. You're looking. You're not going to the theaters as much. Theaters have been right. dropping off. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was an anomaly last yeah. year. Uh, but typically, the the number of people going to movie theaters has dropped the last few years. Video yeah. games are the kings of the media right now. They're yeah. three... I mean, it is like three times the amount of money that video game uh, industry is making over movies now. Yeah. So it's insane. So you look at something like The Interview. Now they're like... Sony's like, all right, well, we'll just put it on Google Play. We'll put it on YouTube. You can yeah. buy it right away. I'll, I don't know if the future is... That's where we're going. You make a movie. You're a director. You make a movie, and then automatically it's sent to Netflix or Hulu if you have a subscription and you get it free or you right. download it per movie. Because there's that experience, that feeling of going into a movie theater and yeah. sitting down in a dark room with other people. There's an energy. There's a vibe that you yeah. get from that. You can't recreate in your it's own It's a social home. experience. It is. And I would, I would be sad if that we never get to that day. Well, I yeah. think we'll at least see one film later this year that's going to be at least going to be bringing a lot of people to theaters Christmas time this year, 2015. Yeah. Are we talking about Star Wars? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that. We'll see later this year. I'm sure you guys will talk about that a little later oh, yeah. in the year. But um, <laughs> anyways, the three of us can ramble on about everything, for, um, just topics and topics and topics. But uh, we want to appreciate you guys listening because uh, you know we wouldn't do this without you. Um, we always say this is a a podcast made by fans for fans. Yeah, because we know. We're just like you who's listening. We're yeah. geeks. We love this stuff. We love technology. We love we love video games, obviously. We we mm-hmm. love these type of things. We're passionate about it. Obviously, Jason and I yeah. got off on a tangent here. But we're passionate yeah, about these bit, things. Yeah. <laughs> we're passionate about these things. We love it. And and we love the, f- the feedback and response we're getting from you folks. So please chime in. Send us a line. Yeah. HHpodcastshow at gmail.com. We're also at HH Podcast Show, so definitely uh, go to uh, the Twitter there. Where the uh, Twitters, the Twitters, yeah, the Twitter the, machine, the Twitter machine, as as Deuce calls it. So uh, definitely check us out. Send us a line. Say hi to Jason for us and everything. Like, hey, I like that Jason guy. He's cool. Yeah. Aww. How can they get a hold of you on the Twitter machine, Jason? Because I know you've got one. Because I tweeted you today. Oh, you did. I did. I made a big deal. I was like coming on the HH Podcast did, Show today. D- uh, at Jason at Koontz and, and at Ubisoft, like I, I will on the Ubisoft uh, uh, business today. That's. Uh, <laughs> I wish you could have seen what he just did yeah. with the microphone. That's, yeah. Oh yeah, that's like totally, that was impressive. Let me tell that you, was like impressive. at least at least yeah. at least X rated. Yeah. Exactly. That was that was pretty impre- incredible. Uh, I'm on Twitter at UB Paradise, so UBI Paradise. There if you, you guys want to connect. Feel free to hit me up. I love chatting. It's always good times. Yep. Before we go, can I get can I have a question? Let's sure. Something sure, real yes, quick. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. What's your guys' most anticipated game of 2015? Ooh. We don't have to spend too much time on it. I'm just curious. I know what mine is. I'm just curious what your guys is. I know. Well, I have two. They did not know I was throwing this so, up. Yeah. I have a couple. <laughs> it's it's my, probably not anticipated, but I'm interested in seeing how well it does. Yeah. Being a Sony fanboy as I am, yeah. I'm curious to see how well the Order 1886 does because oh, it, it got yeah. delayed like yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah, and that game is still kind of a mystery to me because yeah. I have no idea what's going to happen when that game gets released because they pushed it back till February, yeah. whatever it is. So that game, I'm also curious to see how well the very first uh, current gen console for Rocksteady, the the, the Arkham Knight, yeah. that one looks really pretty. I'm, it does. I'm curious to see how well that one goes. But those are two that I'm keeping my eye on. Yeah. How about and you, Deuce? I, well, I'll to throw on to keep on the Sony bandwagon. I'm very, very interested to see more of the Uncharted 4. Oh, yeah. Uh, because, yep. I mean, you got to understand, that's their AAA title for PlayStation. I want to see how that it's goes. It's going to sell units for this game. So. It is. And the other thing, well, and two, and I'll kind of do them together, that I'm very, very interested in, because to me, these are system sellers. These yeah. are what's going to make me buy the system, is I want to see more about Halo 5 Guardians, mm-hmm. and I want to see from the Gears, because word on the street, we had, uh, I wouldn't say insider knowledge, but we've got a little birdie in our ear maybe that tells us that there's a new gears on the way and they should be dropping very very soon some information about it and once i see the information once i see how it looks that'll be a system seller for me because once they say okay the new gears is going to drop i'm going to start looking for the gears bundle because i will buy the gears xbox one bundle that's all gears out like you know and that's kind of why I've been waiting and kind of dragging ass a little bit on the Xbox One because I'm like, look, if I can get a gears out system, yeah, I may pay more than what I really want to pay for it, but I get a cool gears out system. So, mm-hmm. and I've got a feeling, like I said, we got some birdies in the air um, that it'll be, you know, we'll get some information. What do you think, Jason? What's your anticipated games 2015? All right, there's there's two that I'm really really antsy for yeah uh one is the division oh, yeah the division okay. looks great but it ke- the same thing with the the order it keeps getting pushback 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 so that's the only thing that's making me a little worried I think but it looks awesome it. yeah yeah uh so we'll see uh the other one is the witcher 3 wild Hunt. yeah and that I'm definitely getting. It looks awesome. I'd say that's probably my most anticipated game right now is The Witcher 3. Wow. Like, the trailers they've had for that, the videos yeah. that they've put out, like, mm-hmm. talking about it. It looks it, good. It yeah. looks, it looks phenomenal. 
for an RPG fan, it's look. It looks like heaven. Yeah. All right. Well, let me just tell you. So far, my two hours into Dragon Age, it's heaven. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Dragon Age Inquisition is fantastic. I still haven't picked it up. I need to. It yeah. is. It is. So far, I've only played a little bit of it, and it, it's already got me hooks yeah. into me with the story and all that. I'm like, oh, oh yes. so, well, actually, you you and your buddy stole the sale from Dragon Age from me because I had my buy two get one free game at Best Buy, and I had. WWE 2K15 and I had uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 yeah. and I couldn't find the crew anywhere so I had Dragon Age in my stack and I went to the customer service and I'm like hey do you have any copies of the crew and they're like no all we've got is a reserve I'm like come on bro you've got like 30 back there in the reserve pile help a brother out and he's like okay let me look and he actually went through and counted them all and he's like you know what somebody cancelled their pre-order I've got one I can sell you so you got that sale for me because I put the Dragon Age back just so I could get the crew. I'm sure the crew team appreciates that. Well, man, I wanted the crew something fierce because I've been enjoying it. It's fun. It's just a fun game. Like, I have a good time with it. And Lord knows we love having fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So thank you so much, folks. Thank you, Jason Koontz, for joining us on the Happy Hour with Johnny and Deuce. Yeah, Johnny, Deuce, you guys are awesome. I'm always happy to be here. Sounds good, man. And have a happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Happy 2015, everyone. All yeah. Right. Later. See ya. Thank you.